Hey everyone, we've got a unique episode for you today. I was recently featured on the Shop Talk podcast by the Elevated Stylist. We delve into a really great conversation all around marketing challenges and needs for salon owners. The two ladies that run this podcast really bringing incredible value to the industry. You should definitely check it out. They're both salon owners themselves, and we really delve into some of the challenges that they have as salon owners, their experience connected to the industry, and really talking about best practices, what the industry needs, some new emerging trends. Can't wait for you to listen to this episode. Hope you gain a lot of value from it. Let's go. Welcome to the Salon Scoop, a podcast by Salon SOS. I'm your host, Scott Moon, the founder of Salon SOS, and I'm obsessed with helping salon professionals live their best life. In this show, we shop talk all things salon to bring you real life stories, debates, entertainment, and inspiration to help you find happiness and success in this beautiful industry. If you work in the salon industry in any capacity, this podcast is open to you. So set down your scissors or rinse out that toner and let's get into it. Hello and welcome. Thanks, Scott, for joining us today. Uh, Scott is from Salon SOS, and we're so excited to chat with you today. Um, let's just get right into it. Can you just give us a little bit of background of what Salon SOS is and what do you guys do? Yeah, absolutely. And first, uh, just thanks, uh, thanks for having me on the on the show today. It's uh, it's a pleasure. So Salon SOS was born. I mean, short answer is we are a digital marketing resource for the salon and spa industry. So we help all salons and spas with all things marketing, be it websites, social media, Google search engine rankings, loyalty programs, e-commerce, um, really the works. Um, and it was kind of born from just seeing how our, our industry has just always been, you know, a step or two behind when it comes to technology. Uh, we haven't really adopted, uh, you know, some of the advancements as quickly as other industries. And, uh, you know, having been around the industry for so long myself, I, you know, I saw this firsthand and was trying to figure out, you know, what could be done. And I just wanted to bring some simple and affordable solutions to our industry because it seemed like that was one of the key blockers uh, for salons kind of really getting on board with, uh, with some technology, you know, for their business. Yeah, that's because we know <laughs> me and Sonia have done so much like trial and error and trial and error with all the technology things with the websites and the marketing and paying for this and overpaying for that. And, just having things not work the way that we thought they were going to work. So that is something that I think our industry does lack because I think um, people are trying, but maybe not doing it in the best or more efficient or mo most current way. It's a lot of like old kind of dinosaur apps and, and software and all that sort of stuff. So um, you're kind of like a one, one shop, one stop shop. <laughs> Yeah, a little. I mean, we try to we try to be <laughs> right. So definitely want to be that that resource where people can kind of come to us, whatever their sort of you know marketing challenges, you know goals, you know might be, and you know we we happily sort of at least have a 
a starter conversation, find out what the needs are, uh, you know, and see if we can identify some solutions that uh, that can help. Because the reality, as you were saying, you're both salon owners yourselves. Most salon owners out there are wearing, you know, 50 different hats, right? Um, and one of those hats is the marketing hat, but not all of those 50 hats is the area of expertise, you know, for those you know salon owners typically. And sometimes, you know, rather than trying to do all of the roles yourself and be that full superhero, sometimes it's okay, right, to, to have some support and to work with people that understand what you're going through, what the, uh, the context is, and to be able to, you know, really support you in some of those areas, right? I'm sure most salon owners are working with an accountant for some of their financial things. Uh, so it makes sense to work with, you know, a marketing expert, whether it's a consultant, whether it's a company to help with some of the marketing initiatives. Um, and I think us really being from the industry for the industry really helps to support that because there's many, you know, marketing agencies out there that exist, but they really want to work with, you know, the large companies of the world. Uh, you know, they don't want to work with small independent, you know, businesses. They don't know how to, and they obviously don't charge uh, accordingly for, for small business <laughs> budgets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely can agree with that because we've worked with some companies that are not in the hair industry and they try to speak the language, but they don't speak the language. And I think that that's, that's such an important key. And so can you tell us like what your experience is and why you decided to, to, to go into this direction? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I mean, my my background background is marketing uh, and communications. You know, that's what I t- sort of did in university. And one of my first jobs was with a large manufacturer in the beauty uh, industry based out of Montreal. I won't name any names, but uh, I was <laughs> I was there uh, I was there for uh, you know for fourteen years uh, and really grew and developed within the you know within the the beauty industry within that company. Uh, I evolved into becoming you know, general manager for the largest color brand in Canada for four years. And you know, being at that level and sort of overseeing you know, marketing and education and finance and sales, uh, working with distributors, working with salon owners, working with stylists, it really gave me a really, really broad perspective of how the whole industry you know, was evolving how it was working and truth be told i ended up i I don't know how much i should should say uh you know publicly on a podcast but uh, i i felt that i needed to get out of the corporate world and be more kind of independent because i felt like i could have a much stronger and more direct impact and that's where i found my my passion and fulfillment was when i was kind of working one-on-one with, you know, salons. When I was seeing them at events, I felt that's where my greatest impact was happening. So I decided to leave the corporate world and essentially find ways to contribute to the industry uh, more on an independent level. Um, and, you know, over uh, over time, I've done, you know, lots of various uh, things from business, uh, you know, business coaching with some of the, you know, companies out there. Um, I'm a, a partner in the leading, well, I'll say a green circle salon, one of the, uh, you know, environmental services for the industry. I've really tried to get involved with initiatives that I feel bring real value and then started Salon SOS uh, in 2000, end of 2017, right, with that mission to, like I said, bring sort of simple and affordable digital solutions to the industry that could really help salons and salon professionals grow um, 
you know, with, with impact. I love that. Yeah. I love that. That's so good. It's, it's so nice when you have like a mission and it's so important to have simple tools because hairstylists are so focused on the hair aspect. Salon owners are focused on so many other things and the marketing, I truly believe because we've experienced it. And I know some of our community and experience the challenges that comes with, with marketing. What do you see from your end? Some of the main challenges that um, the salon industry is experiencing when it comes to marketing. Well, I think it, you know, one of the biggest challenges just starts with, like we sort of talked about earlier, the, the know-how, right? It's just about where to start. A lot of people are executing things just for the sake of doing it, right? Without necessarily having a strategy. So I think it's super important to really start by understanding your why, right? Your purpose behind what you're trying to accomplish. And when it comes to marketing specifically, you know, that starts with, you know, what is your, what are your beliefs? What are your kind of core values that differentiate you, right? When people think of McDonald's or they think of Apple or they think of Tesla or they think of, you know, uh, any company in the world, there's an instant association that people are able to make with those companies, right? So you, as a, whether you're a salon owner and you have your branding as a salon or whether you're an actual, an independent stylist, you still have your own personal branding. And it's important to identify, like, what do you want that to be? What do you want consumers to associate with your brand when they think about you? And how does that, you know, differentiate you from an, a competitor, whether it's a competitor salon, other stylists. So you need to sort of start there. And most people, you know, in our industry don't, don't start at that point, right? So therefore there's less of a, a purpose in terms of what they're doing. So if you can start by kind of creating that strategy and, and understanding, you know, why you do what you do, who you do it for, right? Who is that target market that you're really trying to speak to? And then how do your your products and services actually help solve the problems of that target market, right? That's really what, you know, the consumer out there, you know, they have beauty challenges and you as a beauty professional are there to solve those challenges. And if you can sort of answer those questions um, and make it easy for the consumer to identify why you're the best solution for them, that's now the approach that you're going to take with your your marketing and everything that you put out to talk about yourself is going to be sort of fitting in line with that how do you solve the challenges of your target consumer uh, and that's really where it, it starts from you have to be consumer obsessed at all times and i think that you know coming back to your question about what the challenges in our industry i don't think that most people are thinking about it in that way they're just you know posting stuff on social media because you're supposed to post on social media uh you know you're yeah you're building a website and you're kind of putting your information there because you're supposed to have one without being sort of purposeful or having intent behind what you're actually doing yeah yeah it, it starts with that right it yeah. starts with your story it starts with your why and I think that that's amazing to get people thinking about that and to work with them on that, because I think sometimes like we get stuck and we need some coaxing. We need some questions. We need, you know, to start somewhere. 
And then so after you kind of go through that with them, what are some of the other services that you guys provide just as an ongoing thing? Because I know sometimes like you get the story, you get, you know, your mission and your purpose and and everything looks amazing. But then going from there, how do we market it? How do we what are some of the services that you provide going forward to kind of help aid people? Yeah, for sure. And obviously, you know, it really depends case by case, you know, based on the, the situation that the, the salon or salon professional is, is in and what their sort of goals and objectives are. But, um, you know, the various services we usually one of the key services, you know, that we that we offer is, you know, website service, because that's kind of the foundational piece of your marketing strategy is to have a really solid website in place that's working for you. So but rather than just, you know, a traditional marketing agency is going to you know build your website and then kind of wash their hands clean with it typically. Um, and then when you want to make changes or updates to your website, you know, you're going back to them and they're charging you, you know, tooth and nail, uh, you know, for all the changes and updates that you want to make. And salons, therefore, are hesitant to make changes because it costs so much every time that they do that. So one key difference that we have done in terms of our website service is that we don't have a uh, we don't charge for building the website first and foremost, uh, and we have easy monthly packages that actually include the ongoing updates and maintenance to the website. That way we can keep it fresh and we can connect with our salons, you know, on a monthly basis to identify, you know, are there any new promotions that are happening? Are there any changes that have happened in your, you know, services or pricing, any changes in staff? We know that staff changes happen, uh, you know, extremely often in our, uh, in our industry. Um, so being able to keep that fresh and up to date on the website is a core component. Number one, secondly is Google, right. And really kind of, this has become more popular in the past couple of years is what's called search engine optimization. So that's making sure that your website is ranked high in Google when consumers are typing a search for, let's say hair salon Toronto or hairstylist, you know, Chicago, whatever, you know, sort of they might be searching for in their uh, in their Google search. You want to make sure that your salon is ranking high. And there's a lot that goes into that uh, behind the scenes. So it's one service that we offer is, you know, working with the salons to identify what those important keywords need to be first and foremost for your business, because it might not be hair salon Toronto, um, right? So you need to make sure that you're focusing on those right keywords. And then we work to incorporate that into the, the content, right, of the website um, that we're working with the salon on a regular basis to help them rank higher and higher in those Google searches over time. So that's just kind of a, a, starting, a starting piece from website and Google, which are really foundational pieces. And then we have a lot of other services, you know, we help salons with social media, either through trainings or, you know, sometimes we actually just take on the, the content creation and posting on behalf of the salons when either they just don't have the time, they don't have the, you know, the, the bandwidth or the creativity to sort of focus on that. We also have a very, very popular salon app. Um, which is a customized app for salons that serves not only as a, a loyalty program for their consumers, right? Cause the consumers can earn points for their visits and redeem those back in the salon, right? To increase retention and increase sales. But it also becomes a really valuable communication tool because you can send push notifications 
You can automate messages to go out individually to certain consumers. So it really becomes a powerful communications platform to really start having an engaged client and keeping contact with them between their visits, because we know that's also a challenge in our industry, you know, with the salon sort of client cycle being anywhere from four to eight weeks on average, you know, if you're not connecting and communicating with your guests between those visits, you're losing a lot of opportunity to really keep them connected and, and engaged with you as a stylist and you, you know, you as a salon company. Be good for those cancellation days too. Yeah. Be able to send out a push. Hey, we have this availability today. Like who wants to snag it? Yeah. And it goes to all clients, right? A lot of salons right now, you know, there's a cancellation. So they throw up a post, you know, on social media saying, Hey, we have an opening, you know, 4 PM, whatever. The truth is that when you make a post on your Instagram and or Facebook right now, you're lucky if 5% of your total followers see that post, Mm -hmm. right? So if you have, you know, a thousand followers, you're lucky if 50 of them are going to see the post. So, you know, it's not necessarily the best way to get, you know, a message out of importance to your clientele. Yeah. It's just like the easy way I would say it's like, Oh, we have it in our hands. Everyone. We, I think we just assume that everybody uses Instagram, but I've always been of the mentality that like you have to have, don't put all your eggs in the same basket. You can't just rely solely on social media. You have to rely on your website, your blogs, your newsletters, all these things that have different points of contact. Um, And I think it's important that we understand that. And I want to ask you before we, you were talking about being very consumer focused. And I think that a lot of salons are so very hair focused. They're like really highlight the hair and they're like, this is the type of hair that we do but they don't kind of get into the psychology of like the consumer. I want to know, like, what are some of the ways that people can gain clients using digital marketing, whether it be social email marketing ads. I know that ads is something that's been, you know, huge in the last little while, but they seem so foreign because it's like a whole other entity on its own. What advice do you have for those that want to gain clients through digital marketing? Yeah, it's a big question, uh, you know, because there's lots of uh, lots of avenues, obviously. But I would maybe go sort of down three three paths. We'll we'll speak up. So the first, I believe, is really important. We touched upon it earlier. Is that Google search engine, right? And doing the work to make sure that your salon gets higher and higher on those Google searches. It's incredible. If you actually look at some of the statistics for searches on Google and, you know, for a short example, um, we, I did a study recently with a market in Vancouver. So it's like a suburb of Vancouver, Vancouver called Surrey, BC. And we just looked at a bunch of different keywords. This is easy in any market for us to do, but um, so hair salon Surrey, had, I believe it was about 2,200 searches every single month. Someone's searching for hair salon Surrey. Okay. Um, Haircuts Surrey, there was 880 searches every single month for Haircuts Surrey. Hair color Surrey only had 20 searches per month. Okay. So there's a, there's, you know, a varying difference between keywords, but just hair salon Surrey has 2,200 people every single month searching for that keyword. 
So that's 2,200 consumers who are actively looking for, you know, what you offer. And if your salon is ranked in the top two on Google, right, um, you're getting on average 50% of Google clicks happen on the first two listings. So you can just be getting such a hum huge number of of new sort of requests, people, you know, at least clicking on your on your website, contacting you. And these are people who are already interested, right, already looking. So I feel like Google search is such an important place to sort of, you know, put some some focus and, and energy uh, because it can be an ongoing source of new clients over time. Right. Whereas if you're just doing, you know, ads, that's a very sort of short time sensitive thing. And if you have a special promotion going on or whatnot that you really want to book, then you might want to look at, you know, some social media ads as possible, but it's tricky. And there's, you know, you have to be really, really great with your content, like the actual visual or video really has to be on point and, and captivating. Otherwise you're, you know, you're throwing away money that's actually not going to deliver any kind of conversion for you. So, you know, ads is, is a possibility, but you have to recognize that it's short term, number one, and you really have to be smart with your, you know, the actual image or video that you use, the the, the wording, like the, the capture, because people aren't looking for it, right? And we all know, and we're scrolling through our social media, we don't really like to see ads typically, right? So it has to be super powerful in order to get you to stop, look at it, and maybe actually take action on that. Okay. Um, from a social media standpoint that does work, right, in terms of helping to gain new clients is when it comes to referrals, right, and kind of utilizing the power of word of mouth. So often today, stylists, you know, are taking pictures of, you know, the, the work that they're doing and they're posting it on their own page, right, which is normal and is good. But where the real power can come in is if you can get your guests to post the image on their page because that's how you're reaching the friends and family and colleagues of your guests. If I just put it on my page, the only people that are going to see it really are people that already follow me, which are probably already you know clients of mine. Uh, what I want to do is try to get my guests to do it. So we kind of have a four-step uh, technique that we that we sort of teach around this to help stylists do a really cool photo shoot, you know, with their guest and then encourage the guest to post it on their page, right? Tagging the stylist. And now that gets out to so many eyeballs that you normally wouldn't get access to. And it's a very, very, um, you know, the guest isn't even making a referral. It's not like they're passing a referral card saying, Hey, you know what, go and see my stylist they're just super excited about how amazing their hair looks, um, you know, and so they're posting on their social media because, you know, a lot of people out there post, you know, pictures of themselves when they look good. Um, <laughs> and if you as the stylist were the one that, you know, made them, uh, you know, made them this look and you kind of have the conversation, uh, it's actually not that complicated to get the guest to, um, you know, to tag you. And then if somebody does come in, you might have a referral sort of bonus in place where, you know, the new guest, gets, you know, a special discount and the person who posted, you know, can get a 
a referral discount as well for having you know made that post and brought in a new client. So that's where the real power can lie to get new clients through social media. That's awesome. I like that. It's like little adjustments, right? Yeah. Little tiny adjustments. But if we don't know, if that's not our expertise, if that's not our, you know, the thing that we do all the time, we don't know. But having something like Salon SOS, like I am now just kind of thinking of like so many things that it could be beneficial for and valuable for because I do think that there's so many lost opportunity when it does come to marketing our brand and our salon. Um, so if there's anybody that's out there that is like, oh, I want to fill in my gaps in my schedule and I want to bring in new clients and stuff like that, but you are just posting stuff on social media without a plan, without anything. Like, I think this is such a great um, kind of opportunity to to get some information or to just like talk talk about it and uh, get some options. Um, I'm so glad that we had the opportunity to have you on the show just to kind of get the word out there. Um, we always love to end our episode with uh real tea. So like a truth, a tip, a trick, or like a takeaway. Um, so what would you like to leave us with uh, today, Scott? Uh, let's go with a, a truth, a marketing truth. <laughs> so I like to say that your marketing plan is only as good as your retention plan. Mm. And what I mean by that is <laughs> there's really two focuses, right? There's there's your marketing that you do to your existing guests to make sure they keep coming back, right? That's more sort of on the retention basis. And then there's your external marketing that you do to try to get new clients in the door. But I said that your marketing plan is only as good as your retention plan. What that means is if you don't have a strong retention plan in place, right, then it doesn't matter how many new clients you keep bringing in your door because if you don't have a good plan to keep them, then they just, you know, leak out the back door and you have to keep filling that bucket over and over and over again. Whereas if you can start by having a strong retention plan in place, and typically that involves, you know, a strong loyalty program, right, to make sure that you are keeping your guests, you know, longer than the industry average. Now, when you do go out you know, you won't have this, the pressure to bring in as many external guests. And when you do, you know that they're staying inside that bucket, right? Uh, and then you don't need to go out as often, right, to to kind of go and get new clients. And we know that, you know, keeping an existing client is, is actually easier and cheaper than it is with all the energy and efforts that go into getting a brand new customer to discover you and come to the door. So keep that in mind. Retention plan comes first marketing externally comes second yeah i love that and it's more sustainable like you like you said you don't have to spend as much money to try to get more people in the door you can work with this revolving work with what you got yeah work with what you got <laughs> it's so true well thank you scott so much we'll have to have you on for another episode because there's a billion more other questions that we've got yeah um but we love to keep these uh, episodes short and impactful but um, we're going to put all of Scott's information for Salon SOS in the show notes and ways that you can connect with them. And they have some courses, I guess you said. You guys have some courses that you guys can... Yeah, we do. We do some trainings. We also have a ton of free resources as well. We have a, a marketing academy, uh, you know, on YouTube, uh, you know, videos, you know, free videos for people to have access to. So, you know, there's tons of great, uh, tons of great resources there. 
Amazing. We'll be sure to um, add those and all the different ways that you guys can connect with Scott and Salon SOS. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us. Um, we look forward to connecting again. And if you guys need some marketing help, this is the place to go. Salon yeah. SOS. <laughs> Thanks so much for having me. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much for listening to the Salon Scoop podcast. This show is produced by Salon SOS, a digital marketing agency by industry professionals for industry professionals. If you want simple and affordable solutions for any of your salon marketing needs, such as websites, client loyalty, Google search rankings, social media, or more, come visit us at salonsos.ca or on Instagram at salon.s.o.s. If you want to hear more episodes like this and help us continue to bring the industry great content, it would mean so much to us if you would support us in one of the following ways. Either share this episode with one other industry professional and rate the show on Spotify or write us a quick review on Apple Music. We want to hear your feedback. If you have follow-up questions or ideas for future episodes, please reach out. DM us on Instagram at salonis.s.o.s or hit us up on our website again at salonsos.ca. Again, thanks so much for listening. Now go get your hustle on, keep smiling, and we'll catch you on our next episode.